Welcome to the She Did It Anyway podcast. I am so excited you're here. This community is all about showing up unapologetically to build the life and business of our dreams, even if we're scared shitless. I'm Marina Middleton. I'm a mom, wife, entrepreneur, personal brand expert, and your no bullshit, unfiltered hype woman who's here to remind you who the F you are. This podcast is all about sharing tangible tools, stories, and a little okay, a lot of tough love to get you out of your own damn way. So you can look back at your story and say, despite all of the obstacles, I did it anyway. Buckle up. It's going to be an amazing ride. Hello, my beautiful human. Welcome back to the She Did It Anyway podcast. I am so excited for this episode because it is just going to be the most unfiltered episode that I could have ever recorded or will ever record. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But this episode is all about the stuff that they do not tell you about motherhood. And it is just really funny because I'm going to be so brutally honest here. And if you disagree, I need to hear like what parts you disagree with. If there are parts that resonate with you, you have to tell me because I have these conversations with my girlfriends that have kids and we just go down a spiral. But it's so funny because when I say it, when I share these thoughts, when I share like my opinions and and what actually happens with being a mother with my friends that don't have kids, like they don't actually get it. They think I'm trying to be funny. And I'm like, no, I'm actually being so serious. This is real life. So let's just kick it off. Like I think back to when I found out I was pregnant and I legitimately thought the scariest thing was going to be the fact that I was just like pregnant. Like I was like, oh my God, I'm so scared. Like, how am I going to raise this baby? And that was like the least of my worries until Sebastian came. Like when Sebastian came and like being a mom, so Sebi is now seven and a half, he'll be eight in November. It has just been such a whirlwind of emotions daily. And I remember when he was younger, I would be paranoid about everything, like literally every single thing. He was super colicky when he was younger. And so he would like spit up his milk and I would take pictures of the spit up in comparison to something. So I'll put like an apple or like a quarter or like something next to the spit up and take a picture and send it to the doctor and be like, is this normal? Is this normal? Like, what should I do? Every single thing I was paranoid, every single thing to the point where even like he would be sleeping or taking his nap. Like if he goes over that time, I'm like, is he actually just sleeping in or is he like not okay? Right? Like that is how psycho my brain would get. And I would be like, there's no way, there's no way that like, this is what motherhood is. Like now my whole entire life, I'm going to be nervous. And I'm here to tell you there is a way like your whole entire life after being a mom, like you are just anxious about every single thing for your child. It is just a fact like that. I was talking to my friend Britt, like my cousin Marianne, like my girlfriend Liz, like we literally talk about it all the time. It's just, it's over. It's (laughs) over. If you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, I'm not a mom or I'm pregnant. Like, I'm just telling you, like you are going to worry about every single thing. And of course, like the beautiful aspect of it or like the beauty that comes out of it is that like you have this amazing human and like you're really like raising this human to be just a good human and a good hearted like person. 
But there's just so many things that you worry about. And I wish that people talked about that beforehand. Like I was worried about like, oh my God, what school are we going to go to? Or like, like money and like all this stuff. And it's, it's like, I just get so nervous now with him being in school and like having friends around and like, I don't know how other people raise their kids or I don't know like their beliefs and their things and like making sure that I'm instilling core values into Sebastian and like, so he can make his own decisions is so important for Matt and I. And just like having him, so he's in first grade going into second grade and like having him come home and tell me the things, like new things that he's learned specifically on the school bus is so horrific. (laughs) I'll be like, buddy, who taught you that? And he'll be like, oh, my friend on the bus, or I heard this. And so like, it is just, I realize like you cannot, you just can't protect them from everything. And that is the scariest part about motherhood. I remember when Sebi was younger, like I would drive and he is in the car seat like behind me in the car protected and safe and I would start hysterically crying thinking about like oh my god like what if like I lost him in the mall one day like absurd things and I definitely don't think I'm like as extreme like that anymore now that he's like seven and a half but I definitely notice that there is so many things that they just don't prepare you for I remember like three years ago he was playing outside with our neighbor who is autistic and this is like a perfect example of like nobody prepares you for these conversations. Like you literally have to just figure it out on your own, like in the moment, like immediately. And he was like playing with his friend and his friend came over with like the toys and he was like, this was the first time they ever like played outside together. And it's like, it's street, everybody's outside. And he had his toys and Sebi was playing with his toys like normal, like they were sharing. And the kid was like communicating obviously different than what Sebi, how Sebi communicates. And I remember Sebi like coming up to me and he's like crying, being like, mom, he's mean, he's yelling at me, he doesn't like me. And I'm like, no, baby, no, like he's not being mean. This is how he communicates. And like finding the words to explain how everybody is different and how everybody has their own like unique skills and gifts and talents and ways of communicating. And, you know, they need, like everybody needs to be treated a little like equally, but like differently in in the sense of, you know, how they need to be taken care of or nurtured. Like, you know, a lot of people like as adults talk about like love languages, but like literally every single person like learns differently, consumes content differently, understands things differently, sees things differently, like all of the things. And so being able to being put in that position where like I have to like think quick and and explain this to a four-year-old, three-year-old, it was so eye-opening. And I remember just again, going to my cousin and being like, nobody prepares you for these conversations. Like nobody at all prepares you for the hard conversations. I will be in the dining room and like, I literally should start a series of like random things. Sebastian, my seven-year-old asks me, when I'm not prepared. Like I was in the dining room, he's in the living room and he was like, Ma, I'm like working on my computer. He's watching TV. Okay. Comes out of nowhere and goes, Mom, why do some moms and dads don't live together? I'm like, such a great question, buddy. I'm like closing my computer and like I was not prepared to answer that question. I was just not prepared to answer that question. And close my computer, walk over and then have to explain to him like how things like that work. And it's just 
been such a amazing and beautiful experience being a mom. Like I would never trade it in for anything. I, it just, it makes me a better daughter. It makes me a better friend. It makes me a better wife. It makes me a better human and like person in society. Like it truly just makes me a better person, but it is freaking hard, like hard in the sense of figuring it out as you go. And then I also saw this thing. I know we're just chatting here, but I saw this thing online where people like missed their old life and it really made me reflect back to what life was for me before Sebastian. And I think because I had lacked so much confidence and I was struggling with my own things and like struggling in the relationship that I was in and like financially struggling, I don't necessarily miss my old life. I just wish that I had cherished the time that I had more, which is why I'm so intentional now with like the time that I have, the things that I do, and I could definitely be better at it. Like I'm constantly trying to, I'm constantly trying to be more grounded and present and just more grateful, like everything. But I just, I think looking back at it, I don't necessarily like miss not being a mom or like miss my independence. Like I don't miss any of that or my freedom, not independence, sorry, my freedom. I don't, I don't necessarily miss any of that. I just miss, I just wish that I had cherished the times that I experienced more, the good and the bad. I feel like now when I experience something that is challenging, I'm so so, so in tune with like what is happening and my feelings and like understanding that this is going to propel me forward. And I'm just like, I'm, there's so many affirmations that come out and like, I'm just mentally stronger. And I wish that I had that back then, but I also understand like that comes with not having that, like where I am now, I'm that way because of the past and being able to remind myself that really helps me get over that. But I want to hear from you. Like, do you ever feel like you just like miss your old life or like you reflect back on like the memories that you had or maybe the things that you were able to do? And I think for me, like it's such a blessing and a curse, like starting out motherhood as a single mom, it made me kick off motherhood a little bit differently than maybe like traditional moms would have and like traditional by the sense of like having a partner because a lot of the times I feel like when we have children we're like oh okay like I'm not going to travel as much and or I'm not going to do this and I think because I it was just me and him I felt like I was putting myself in positions where I was like I need to still travel like I was so young and I was like I was so single. Like, I was so single. And I remember even my mom being like, don't you still have a life? Like, I want to make sure that, like, you do the things that you love to do. And, like, I'm so grateful for my family to be able to, like, support me in that way. But I just remember, like, being traveling with Sebi and, like, he would come to the gym with me and we would work out together. And even, like, in the stroller, like, I would literally take him everywhere, everywhere with me. And we would go for, my best friend lives in Jersey. Like, we would drive every weekend, every other weekend, four and a half, five hours to Jersey. And I was like, I just did everything with him. And it really forced me to not, like, stay at home or, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I think that and it's funny, I say I don't know because I, I have so many friends that like travel with their kids and or even clients that like travel with their kids everywhere. And 
I also have so many friends that like struggle to do that, you know, like struggle to balance, I hate the word balance, but like balance their life and like their social life and their children. And so I don't know if it was because I was single and I was really trying to get myself out there and like make sure that like we made our own memories together that I was able to experience it that way or if like I would have done that if the situations were different, you know? But I think a lot about that of like how that year and a half looked like. And it's funny because, you know, Matt has now been in in the picture longer than he hasn't with Seb. Like I only raised Sebastian on my own for 18 months, like 20 months, 20 months, exactly, actually. And Matt has been by our side ever since. Like when Matt met Sebastian, it was like, it was like he was literally born to be a dad. It was just the wildest thing to see, which was also really hard for me in the beginning to like share, share Sebastian, not only because like he's my bud, like that's like my baby, but I'm an only child. Like I don't, I don't share anything. And like thinking back at that time, that's another thing. Like nobody really prepares you of like co-parenting, like parenting with another human, like having opinions. That's like, you know, when you go into a relationship and you're like, oh my, or you move into it with someone and it's like, you have to deal with their stuff and their opinions and their things. And I laugh all the time. Like that is the hardest thing about being in a partnership, like personal or professional. Like the fact that you need to consider someone else's feelings and opinions and wants and needs, like that is hard. And takes work and takes patience. And like, I maybe not necessarily the most patient person. I've been working on it for sure. But, you know, being an only child and like dating is like its own thing. And then now you have this human that's coming in to my life with my child. And I have to now like take into account like how he feels and what he wants to do and like how he wants to raise this child. That was hard for me definitely in the beginning and it took time and it took like me like working on me and and understanding that I'm not giving up anything by allowing Matt to be the parent that he wants to be for Sebastian. And thank God I like didn't push that because I can definitely see a lot of relationships like not working out because of that. And I understand how hard that is. And so having Matt play such like a a huge role in our life and it's funny, like, don't get me wrong. There's so like we parent so similar, but like so differently too, like so differently. I am like such an Egyptian mom. Like I really am. Like I am like just loud. I'm like constantly yelling. I'm like, you know, you don't do that. Like I'm not this like patient person, but it's funny because Sebi kind of like goes with the flow. He just gets me. That's how I communicate to begin with. And so Matt is so patient. Matt is so patient that it infuriates me. Like it's actually really, really funny. It's a very funny dynamic, but then it'll be like the most random stuff that he'll be like, Sebastian, don't do that. And I'm like, really? that is what you're going to put your foot down. (laughs) It's the funniest thing ever. And it is such a beautiful partnership just to see these like, you know, two humans come together and raise this child. And so, you know, I, again, these are things that I just was simply not prepared for going into motherhood. And I was so young and I was so naive. And that is such a beautiful thing because it allowed me to just like go into it full force and do whatever I wanted to do, however I wanted to do and figure it out along the way. I was like very scrappy. I'm like just figuring it out literally. 
And even like, even thinking about like so many of my girlfriends have kids now and it's so amazing to see them support each other and like be there for each other and understand what everybody is going through. And like, I didn't have that. I didn't have people in my circle that had children as well early on. And so it was just really like different. And, but even now looking back, I'm like, oh my God, I had these products that they don't even make anymore. You know, like the baby industry has changed so much in seven years. And it's just like, I had the heaviest stroller and the heaviest car seat. And I was just like lugging around. And it was just so funny how fast the years go and like nobody prepares you for it. And even now, like Sebi's seven and a half, the conversations that I have with him are just, they can be so difficult at times, just in the sense of like, wow, this is a really deep conversation that I don't necessarily think or remember having with my parents. And, you know, I just like, it could be about anything. Like he'll see something. And especially if we go to New York, like New York is so beautiful because you see everything and everybody. And like, he just has so many questions. He has questions about people fighting. If he sees it outside, he has questions about like homeless people. And like, if he sees people like doing drugs, like he'll be like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, it looks obviously some things like I, I, I'm like, oh, like nothing, just ignore, just keep walking. But other situations, like we have to talk about it. And I always told my parents too, it was just really important for me to have the conversations and not like them have the conversations because I want it to be, and by me, I mean like Matt and I, like I want us to be able to instill these thoughts and values and like foundation for him so then he can have his own thoughts and like have his own opinions and being able to parent in a way where I can give him space to like have those thoughts and have his own feelings and then like respect his feelings. It's just been so interesting and so powerful and so beautiful at the same time. So it's just really insane. And I like said it the other day, I'm like, your peace goes out the window when you have a child. Like, <laughs> And I know it's so dramatic and it's not necessarily completely true, but like there's just a lot that goes into it. And I'm just constantly nervous. I just want him to have the most like beautiful, happy, nurtured, healthy life. Like, I'm really going to cry thinking about it. But I just want him to just be so happy and be okay. And it's scary to live in a world where there's so much uncertainty. Like that is life. Like you don't know. You literally just never know what's going to happen. And so it's just, it is overwhelming and it's a lot. And I think knowing that there's so much unknown and knowing how much I cherish being a mom and being his mom and like having this time with him and knowing that that will change as he gets older, I implement boundaries in my life and business so much easier, to be honest, like easier. I'm, I'm, it's easier for me to say no to things because I want to be with Seb and because I it's not worth my time because I would rather be with him. I would rather be at sports. I would rather, like, I really try my hardest not to miss anything. And if I do, it's because, like, I just have this commitment that I'm like, okay, this will be amazing for us in the bigger picture. And so it's just a lot of learning and it's such a beautiful journey. And I just want to bring more of us together, like us as in current moms, future moms, 
women that don't have kids that can really just like get a sneak peek of like what is going through our minds so that we can support our friends that don't have children and they can support us, like the the friends that do have children. I think that that is like such a beautiful, beautiful thing if we can be able to um, to build that community of just like amazing, powerful women. And yeah, that's it. This is the episode. I just wanted to just chat with you and vent and word vomit. And I know like, I know that you're listening to this and there are parts that you're like, oh, I haven't experienced that yet. Or like, oh my God, girl, I've already been through that. DM me. I need to like, we need to talk this through. I want to just share everybody's motherhood experience out. So share a little story with me on my Instagram, um, in my DMs, and I will screenshot it and put it onto my stories or share it in the comment box of the reel for, for this episode. But I'm really grateful to have you and have this platform where I can open up and share my experience with motherhood with you in a safe space. And I I want you to know that this is a safe space for you as well. And so you can share all of the things with me and the community as well. I love you. I will see you so soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, please post it on your social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for sharing it with your community. Don't forget to listen to our shakeup episodes that drop every Monday. These are mini episodes to help you start off the week feeling confident, capable, and the badass that you are. And don't forget, no matter what, she did it anyway. You did it, mom.